Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. So a couple weeks ago, I made a video titled My Favorite Player on Every NBA Team. I was on my Enjoy Basketball stuff. Shout out Kenny Beecham. But y'all read the title. Today, I want to be a little bit of a hater. Now, not to say that I know any of these guys personally, because of course I don't. So these aren't personal attacks. I just think that hating is part of the sports experience. Having heroes and villains is kind of what makes it fun. So starting with the Atlanta Hawks, we got a random one. It's Garrison Matthews. Now, I've hated this man ever since back when I was in college. He went to Lipscomb University the same time I went to FGCU. They were A-Sun Conference rivals, uh, and it was one year. It was pretty much the, the team's best year for FGCU. When I went to school there, they made it all the way to the A-Sun Conference Championship. Winner gets into the, the March Madness bracket. And uh, FGCU had the better roster. We had Brandon Goodwin, who spent some time in the NBA as well. Uh, but this game, Garrison Matthews decided that all of a sudden he wanted to turn into prime Steph Curry. Dropped like, I don't know, probably close to 40 points. It felt like he dropped like 75, uh, and he went off. And they were up by like 30 in that game. FGCU nearly made a comeback, but they beat us. And ever since that day, I did not like Garrison Matthews. And I thought that's the last I would ever see of him. But lo and behold, he gets a shot in the NBA, and then he joins the Washington Wizards, where he becomes a random scrub heat killer near Hall of Famer. Uh, if y'all don't know what a random scrub heat killer is, it's exactly in the name. It's someone you don't expect to go off against the heat, but he does for some reason. There's a few of them. They'll be in this list, but he's one of them. If y'all are Heat fans, y'all know that he's killed Miami several times with the Wizards. Even had one game with the Rockets where he did it too, and for that reason, I'm salty. And I do not like you, Garrison Matthews, for that reason. <laughs> Moving on, Boston Celtics, obvious one, Derek White. Aside from this guy also being a heat killer, I don't want to say scrub because he is a decent player. Uh, it all goes to that game six game winner he had in the playoffs last year, which is truly one of the worst days of my life. Uh, I mean, I've told the story of that before, but basically you got all the emotion. You come back because the Heat were down in that game. You come back. Jimmy has his redemption on Al Horford. I'm I'm almost brought to tears because of how beautiful it is. And then in just a second with the Derek White put back, all my emotions are gone and I'm staring at the TV with a blank face, stone cold. And Derek White did that to me. And crazy part is I was on vacation in New Mexico. Uh, and before that, one of my friends texted me, have a nice trip. Uh, and as a joke, I texted him like in the morning, the day before the game. As a joke, I said, there's only one person that can ruin this trip. And his name rhymes with Barrick Tight or something. I was just making a stupid joke. Now, why did I pick Derek White? I could have said Jason Tatum. I could have said Jalen Brown. I could have said anyone. But I had a feeling Derek White was going to screw my trip. And sure enough, I was foreshadowing because he did. Not, not I mean, He didn't ruin the trip, but obviously... That game was was rough for Heat fans. But anyways, moving on. The Brooklyn Nets, truthfully, nobody that I really dislike on this team. I picked Nick Claxton just because some people say that he's better than Bam Adebayo. And he's not. Not even defensively. On to the Charlotte Hornets. I actually do like P.J. Washington. But I kind of lost a little bit of respect with the whole Brittany Reiner situation. Basically, there was this IG thought that he uh, thought loved him. And she basically, I don't know, extorted him for a bunch of money, stole a bunch of money. Uh, I don't know if she got pregnant or what the deal, but PJ Washington kind of, I guess, like wanted people to pity him. And truthfully, I just don't know how you could fall for something like that. I mean, I get it that these IG thoughts could be convincing, but come on, bro. You got to be better than that. You can't fall for these hoes, bro. But anyways, he seems like a nice kid. He's a great player. Uh, and I think he would fit pretty good on the heat as well. Moving on to the Bulls, we got Alex Caruso. Honestly, I hated him since the 2020 finals when he was with the Lakers and flopping all over the place. But outside of that, he's a very good player. Great defender. I would like him on the Heat as well. 
Cavs, another random one, Sam Merrill. And the reason is very, very petty. The only reason I picked him is because I remember back in 2021 playoffs when the Bucks swept the Miami Heat. Uh, there was, I think it was game two, the Heat lost by like 30 points. Uh, and in to the garbage time, checks in Sam Merrill, and he just hit a three. And I was mad because obviously the Heat were getting blown out at that point. And I said, now even this dude is hitting shots. And it was literally just like one three. So for that reason, I picked Sam Merrill. Uh, the Dallas Mavericks. Now, this guy may be a lot of people's favorite player, and he also may be a lot of other people's most hated player. It's Kyrie Irving, one of four guys that I truly, genuinely dislike in the league. Uh, we'll obviously get to them later in this video, but Kyrie's the first one. Honestly, I just think he's a drama queen. I think that every team he leaves gets better. I think he he cries and throws a tantrum to be in a situation, and then when he's not happy, he instead of trying to work through it, the first thing he does is ask out. And outside of that, there's obviously all the the off the court stuff, which I don't even want to get into because I don't understand all of it. But a lot of times it just com comes across like he's asking for attention. So for that reason, I got Kyrie Irving, uh, Aaron Gordon. Uh, <laughs> this goes back to the dunk contest when D Wade gave the man a nine, rightfully so, Aaron Gordon. You say you're gonna dunk, jump over Taco Fall, and instead you, you nuts clap the back of his head. You didn't jump over him. That dunk was not a 10. Now, I understand Taco Fall is like 7'6". So even getting that high above him, it's a great dunk, but it's a 9. It's not a 10. Derrick Jones Jr. deserved to win that dunk contest. And all this man did was cry after that. It seemed like the most important priority in his life was winning the dunk contest at the time. Because that's all he talked about. He even made a terrible diss track about D-Wade because D-Wade gave him 9. I thought that was kind of a loser look, but hey... Who am I to talk? His team literally beat mine to win the NBA championship. Moving on to the Pistons, Joe Harris. I have nothing against the man other than the fact that he set the market for white shooters. And because of that, Duncan Robinson got overpaid. And I do not like that contract. Uh, the Golden State Warriors, Draymond Green. He's going to be on a lot of people's lists. To be honest, I kind of like him at times. I think his podcast is very funny. I love how open and real he is. But I can't get past the, the nut shots. Especially when you're kicking Steven Adams down there because he's one of the most nicest and likable guys in the league. So if you do that, I can't look past that, Draymond. Another popular one, Dylan Brooks. Uh, same reason as most people, but I kind of I, I don't really have a lot of respect for him as a man. I had no problem with all that talking he's doing to LeBron and stuff. Now, I thought it was stupid at the time because you don't want to wake a sleeping dog. You don't do that to LeBron. But then when LeBron inevitably does go off, like he did against the Memphis Grizzlies, then don't hide your face and not show up to the press conference. You were so big talk before the game, but then when you make it look stupid, you can't answer for yourself. I don't really respect it as a man. So for that reason, I put Dylan Brooks. Daniel Tice, Indiana Pacers. <laughs> I remember back when he was in Boston, some stupid reporter said that him and Bam Adebayo was a wash. Uh, it's obviously a, a dumb thing. Bam Adebayo was the best player in the 2020 Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, so it was a dumb report. Nothing against Daniel Tice. He had nothing to do with it, but I still associate you with that report, Tice. And for that reason, you're on my list. Moving on to the Clippers. This is the second guy in the league that I genuinely do not like. It's Paul George. Uh, probably started subconsciously back when he was the Pacers, busting our ass, dunking on my guy, Birdman. But I really started not to like him when he went to the Clippers, went in the bubble, called himself Playoff P, gave himself a nickname. Actually, I think he might have did that when he was with the Thunder. He called himself Playoff P. And then he sucked. So number one, you don't give yourself your own nickname. That's corny. And two, you got to live up to it. He is a habitual playoff choker. 
And I, I just think he's, his, I think he's overrated. That's, that's really what it comes down to. I don't like Paul George, and I don't want him anywhere near the Miami Heat. Uh, Anthony Davis, kind of put him on there just because I think he's overrated as well. Obviously, when healthy, he's a great player. But even then, when he was within New Orleans, he was never winning anything. And also, I'm salty because in the 2020 Finals versus Miami, he decided he wanted to be a three-point shooter all of a sudden and then couldn't hit a three after that. So I'm salty. Marcus Smart, Memphis Grizzlies, biggest flopper in the league. You claim you're so tough. You, you won the fraudulent defensive player of the year, and you think you're so strong and stuff, but then you also flop every five seconds you're out there. I don't have a lot of respect for that either, which is why I hate to say it for my favorite team, Kyle Lowry. Now, Kyle Lowry has obviously underperformed relative to his contract. I'll be nice because this is my team, but I didn't like him before he was on Miami because of all the flopping, and it certainly it, he, he didn't take it down a notch when he came here. Now, as a Heat fan, of course, I enjoy when he gets calls, but it's still annoying to watch. I hate seeing him complain to the refs every 10 seconds. I hate seeing him barely get touched, fall down, and then they don't call foul. Now the opposing team gets an easy layup because he's on the ground trying to call a foul. I don't like flopping. I think uh, I, th- I know they, they finally started that rule. Uh, they might start to penalize guys. I think I hope they enforce it. I'll leave it at that. Uh, Grayson Allen, going to be an obvious one. Obviously, the Milwaukee Bucks here uh, back in uh, back in college, he was tripping people. He has some dirty moments in the NBA as well. I don't respect that. I don't like dirty players. Everybody's out there has got a family to feed, and they're all just out there trying to make a living. Don't hurt people. Uh, moving on, my most hated player in the league, of course, number three of the four guys that I genuinely dislike, Rudy Gobert. Now, I've been on the Rudy Gobert hate wagon for years, way before it became cool to hate Rudy Gobert, because I think most people don't like him now. My hate for Gobert started all the way back when Hassan Whiteside was on the heat. And this man had a tweet out there saying something like, what good are your stats if you don't if you don't win? Something like that. And then Evan Fournier responded saying, are you talking about Belanco? Something. Talking about Whiteside. Uh, and basically, Rudy Gobert was talking trash about my dog Hassan Whiteside online. And I don't like that. And then you, and then you watch this Rudy Go, uh, Gobert man play. He's a terrible basketball player. Offensively, we know. I don't got to explain it. But defensively, he's a good shot blocker. Not a good defender. There's a difference. And all these people out there saying, oh, but look at the defensive numbers. They're so good when Rudy Gobert's on the court. That's because this man gets away with, with murder. He be hacking people. He be smacking people on arms. They don't call no fouls. And yeah, sometimes he may get three, four, five shots a ga- or blocks a game. But outside of that, he can't do anything. He gets played off the court in the playoffs because he can't play defense. So your star player, your multiple-time defensive player of the year gets played off the court in the biggest games because of his defense? What sense does that make? And even back in the day, people were saying he's better than Hassan Whiteside. He's not. Now, I know Hassan's not in the league and Rudy Gobert's on this monster deal, but I don't think that's fair. I don't like the man because of it. He's the ultimate crybaby. He didn't make the all-star team, and he was, there was a video of him crying. Oh, uh, and even when he didn't win defensive play of the year, crying again. Oh, I'm sorry. Is two DPOYs not enough for you? Is, is all this money you making not enough for you? You want to make the all-star team too? Is that is that what you care about? And don't even get me started on the COVID situation, the tapping the mic, <clears throat> coughing in the mic. You think it's so funny. Yeah, you started the damn outbreak. That's, that's not a joke, and a lot of people died, you bum. I hate Rudy Gobert. That one might be personal, even though I never met him. Uh, the New Orleans Pelicans, Cody Zeller. <laughs> he was terrible with the Heat. Spo played him 45 seconds in game five of the NBA Finals, and they lost by five, and I'm blaming Cody Zeller. Uh, the Knicks, Evan Fournier, random scrub heat killer Hall of Fame. This man, it, it may be the biggest random scrub heat killer of all time with another guy that we have later in this video too. Uh, I mean, he's a good player. He could shoot, but 
The man was so dominant against the Heat for so many years with the Magic. And for that reason, I don't like you. Uh, Davis Batons, same reason as uh, Joe Harris. I, I like the Thunder roster a lot. I, I genuinely like their whole roster. I mean, you're talking Giddy and Shea and Dort. They got a fun team. I picked Bertans just because he kind of screwed up the market for white shooters. And now the Heat are paying for it with Duncan Robinson. Uh, the Magic, I put Jonathan Isaac. Uh, it was hard to find an updated picture of him because man hasn't played basketball in five years. But he's into some weird stuff and truthfully i don't know all about it so i don't want to speculate uh but i know he obviously didn't kneel in the in the bubble which is personally something that i don't agree with but again everybody has their reasons so i'm not going to get on him for not kneeling maybe he has his own reasons i don't know but aside from that i I think he might even be an anti-vaxxer and and pro-trump and and all this other stuff that again i'm not a political guy i mean if you like Trump, I don't care. I, I, I don't, but that's just because I think he's racist. Uh, but I'm not political, so I don't care about all that stuff. But I think he's just a weird guy, and a lot of things that he said have been off or weird. Anyways, I don't know enough to speak on it. <laughs> the 76ers, uh, <laughs> I could have put Pat Bev. I could have put James Harden's bum ass, but I put Javante Smart. Uh, one of the most random names I could have put, uh, uh, put. And if y'all are Heat fans, you know why. Uh, he was obviously on our summer league team for multiple years, I believe. Uh, and the dude is a straight-up inefficient shot chucker, and I hate him as a player. We had Max Struess out there. I'm saying it feeds Struess the, the ball. The man's on fire. But no, he's Javante Smart. Three, three, three. Brick, brick, brick. I don't like Javante Smart. I don't know how he's in the league. Moving on to the final guy in the league that I genuinely dislike. This is number four, Devin Booker. I, truth, I truthfully think he's one of the most overrated players in the entire league. His teams always sucked before uh, Chris Paul got there. He was always a, 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 a big numbers, bad team guy. And then there was that one game he scored 70 points, and they were gunning for it in a loss. I don't like that. That game wasn't even close, and they kept intentionally fouling the Boston Celtics just so the Suns can get the ball back, and Devin Booker scored 70. And ever since that day, that's when I lost respect for the man. you you telling me that he cared way more about it. It's obvious he cared more about his stats than winning the game. Because after the game, they did the, the Will Chamberlain pick. He held up a piece of paper that says 70, and they took a pick, and they're all smiling. I, I don't like that. That's why I love Jimmy Butler. You think if Jimmy Butler scored 100 points and they lost, you think Jimmy would be smiling? No. He would not be happy because he cares about winning. Devin Booker doesn't. And then he preaches about all this mamba mentality, but then they go play pickup, and he's complaining about getting double teamed. He said, let's work on our games. You dumbass bum. You don't, you don't get double teamed in the game. That is you working on your game. And if y'all didn't see, there was that famous clip where he was getting double teamed. Uh, I think Joe Kim Noah came to help. It was in some off-season pickup game. Uh, and Book is crying, oh, stop double teaming me. I'm trying to score. Yo, bum. He said, let's work on our games. It's part of the game. There was that time in Toronto, too. D-Book was at the free throw line. Uh, and the, the Raptors mascot was cheering uh, or dancing behind the basket. And, and D-Book snitched. He called the officials and said, hey, get that mascot out of here. He's distracting me. You think that's mama mentality? You think Kobe Bryant would ever tell a mascot to go sit down because he, he's distracted at the free throw line? No, Kobe would have switched the free throw with his eyes closed and then held his middle finger up to the mascot and said, do better. You don't have mama mentality, Devin Booker. You're a bum. Moving on. Nasir Little of the Portland Trailblazers. Uh, I, I don't have nothing against him personally. I just remember coming out of the draft, he was pretty highly touted uh, from North Carolina. He was very, very big prospect in college. But truthfully, I just never really wasn't high on him. I didn't really like the mechanics on his jump shot. I didn't think it would translate. It kind of hasn't. Uh, and he just, he's just been kind of below par in this league. And I just kind of felt that way about him since high school. But nothing personal. 
uh, Malik Monk, <laughs> the other guy that with Evan Fournier is in the running for uh, Random Scrub Heat Killer Hall of Famer uh, with the Charlotte Hornets and then with the Lakers. Multiple games against the Heat where he scored like 30-plus. Unstoppable. Uh, but he's a good player, and I'm just salty that he kills my team. I kind of wanted to put Alex Len for this one, too, because him and Whiteside had a big fight back in the day, and, but Whiteside busts his ass. He, he, Whiteside dunked on Alex Len and then tackled him. I don't know if y'all Heat fans remember that, but ever since that day, I don't like Alex Len because you mess with my boy. Uh, campaign for the San Antonio Spurs. Uh, I don't have nothing against anyone on the roster. I, I just thought campaign was actually going to be really good coming out of Murray State, and then he kind of hasn't been great. I mean, he turned his career around in Phoenix, but I was wrong about him coming out of the draft. So for that reason, I put him on my list. Uh, the Toronto Raptors, Chris Boucher, uh, he's a good player. But nothing frustrates uh, frustrates me more than when he hits a three against my team, which he can shoot, so he does it often. But when you see a man with form as ugly as this start hitting threes against your team, it's annoying. <laughs> Moving on, Kelly Olynyk. A lot of Heat fans love the man. I can't say the same. Now, he seems like an amazing guy for all intents and purposes. And he had his moments on the Heat where he was great. And I got very hype. And he was, you know, he he dropped someone one time, had some great games versus Milwaukee. I don't necessarily hate him, but he was very frustrating at times to watch because he was so slow. And the Heat used to run a lot of zone. And uh, uh, the ball would move on the offensive side. And obviously in the zone, you got to rotate a little bit. And he was so slow rotating out to guys in the corner. They'd give him open threes. I remember in the finals, Mar- uh, Markeith Morris kept getting a ton of threes, and it really bothered me. Not to mention Kelly Olenek's shot selection was wild at times. The man could be wide open from three, but he was fading to the side while shooting it. He never set his feet. I don't know why. And for that reason, I found him to be a frustrating player. And finally, last but not least, we got another random scrub. Heat killer is Landry Shamit. He's killed the Heat on multiple occasions, whether with the Suns or with the Clippers. Uh, and he's lit us up many times, so I'm salty. But that's all I got for this video. Uh, again, no no personal shots at any of these guys, even though it really may have came across like that. But I've never met them. They could be the coolest person in the world. And hey, I'm just a guy talking to myself in my bedroom. So I, I actually acknowledge that. But that's all I got for this video. Make sure y'all comment down below uh, and let me know what you think. Uh, and leave a like if you enjoyed. Help get this video out to other people. I'm trying to expand my horizons just beyond Miami Heat to try to grow the channel. So I hope y'all enjoy. But I'll see y'all next time. So, I think my watch is broke and it really is a shame. Cause for the last couple weeks, it been stuck on Dame. Like highest bidder will come get ya and break Twitter. It must did it. Go figure, think bigger. You wish you could say the word all-star, but you're not. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger. For the ones who get it done.